It is Lost Zane Recordings Freeview Time. All right? I am making this uh, the day before I head out on my vacation. You are hearing it uh, days into the vacation. So I might be dead right now when you're listening to this because, you know, I sneezed and yanked the wheel and went off the side of Jellicoe Mountain, for God's sake. What an idiot. Anyway, the free view of the Lost Zane recordings. You can get the full show on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It would uh, it'd be great if you, if you signed up. At, uh, you know, this is what you do. You, you, you put me on like probation, five or ten bucks a month just for that month. And hopefully I'll win you over. Check out the content. Enjoy it. Participate. You name it, man. We got it all there on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If it sucks, you cancel it. And then you're, that's it. You know, you tried. Thank you. I, that is very, very kind of you. Even if you don't, I thank you. Just you giving me the time is a huge win in my book. If you like it, though, you convert it to a yearly, and I'll save you 10%. Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay, enjoy the free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Good morning. This is the Eric Zane Show. Welcome into the 11th of August, 2016. Show number 89. From the Mapes, Dent.com Bankruptcy Studios. We are here. Man, yesterday, killer heat. I mean, just b- brutal. Car dashboard said 107. Now, I know those are a little bit off, but it's the highest I've ever seen it. Well, when it's in, when it's uh, when the car's baking, it tends to respond that way, but I don't know the actual, what it came in at, you know, like... Uh, I thought I saw 93 at one point. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. It just, it's been a hot summer. I was, uh, I was just marveling at people who work outside for a living. Like, like the guy who, like, works for the local asphalt company that has to repave the road. <laughs> and not, maybe not the guys on the, uh, on the actual machine. But, like, the guy who's standing there holding the sign, telling people to slow down. I feel bad for those guys, too. They're on, like, a hot, like, yeah. tractor. Yeah, but sometimes there's, like, a shade apparatus <laughs> over them. Something. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. That's when they start work, like, an hour and a half earlier just to get out at, like, one. Yeah. So that, you know, they can at least be out of uh, the the ultra-hot portion of the day. Even the dude working on the backyard, the Dutch lawn giant. I'm like, dude, this is sick. This is just, I, I, I'm embarrassed because you know we sit on our asses in a, well, it's a frigid studio. It's it's the, it's 30 degrees cooler here than it is, than it is outside, and that's not that far fetched. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. I mean, 67. You're in the ballpark of 30 degrees. <laughs> so hats off to people who bust their tails outside. This bud's for you, as they, <laughs> as they say. 
So there you go. Julius is here. How, how, I've already been talking to you, but how's it going? Everything everything good in your world? Oh, yeah. This heat is killer. You're right. Like, it drains you. But yeah. I, much better than like a foot of snow. I ran, so I'm not going to complain too much. I, I, it was about 8.30, 8.15 at night last night. I went out for a 35-minute run. Ugh. That's the extent of my... Um, of my exercise these days, I, I, I take it back. You know, in the old days, I would, I mean, in a, in a past life, you know, a month ago, <laughs> I would, uh, I was trying to, to train for this iron um, event, the Michigan Titanium, which is uh, August 21st. And I paid like 360 bucks to get into that race. It's That's actually a cheap iron distance race expense. Mm-hmm. Most, if you go to an actually Ironman race, which is the same distance, but that's a brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at double that. Why do price. they cost so much? Well, uh, I don't know. Seems like that's a scam. No, um, I don't want to say that because well, maybe I'm, not a scam, but I don't want to. I, I, I'm, I'm sure there is a legitimate reason um, why it is so expensive, but I don't know it. And the only reason why I would never say it's it's a scam is because I am very close to the people that run the race. But I, it, it does bear the question. I mean, what? What is the expense that's there? I know. Um, is it for like police to like block off the roads? Is, I can see that. That is an that is an expense. The, I see uh, Metro Health is part of it, so I'm assuming they have to like hire doctors to be around if in yeah, case you keel over. That is true. The uh, the expense of police I know is it's starting is, to make sense. Now. Pricey, <laughs> and the food there is a lot of food uh, to be taken care of to to pay because there's a lot of people that just need food, and then the. Uh, every mile you have an aid station that's stocked with food. There's a lot of expense there. Um, and some proceeds go to benefit the YMCA. So that's absolutely. cool. Absolutely. That's, uh, well, you could have said that. Well, I didn't, I wasn't, I hadn't gotten that far. We, we had just started the, <laughs> the discussion. And, uh, so yeah, the, um, the, uh, Vidros, Ann and Andy put on these great races. They do the Grand Rapids triathlon and then the, at the early portion of the season and then the, the Michigan Titanium, which is iron distance, half half iron. I think they've got Olympic sprint. They got like all these different races, but it's usually the hottest time of the year. As it when is it August twenty first? And um, do they give you like a titanium medal if you win? They do. They do an actual piece of titanium. And uh, so, you know, uh, I don't train. I this training had gotten spotty with all the extra time spent for this job, and that is not good if you. If you're trying to get that race, uh, training for that type of race, that distance. So got to a point where I said, all right, not happening. I'm going to shut it down and just devote just a short amount of time every day to just staying fit to avoid diabetes, which is rampant <laughs> in my family. This looks terrible, by the way. The actual. Uh, like I didn't know how what like a triathlon consists of. 2.4 miles swimming. Yeah. Oh, 112 yeah. miles biking. Yeah. Ugh. 26.2 run. And then you throw in oh. a marathon. So, yeah, it's it's a very long day. Should have done like a full try relay. Those are fun too. Um Let's do like part of it. No, I didn't I didn't want to I, I would have felt too bad being there. Um because I, I really wanted to do the big one. I had done it once before and I almost killed me because I didn't eat appropriately and it was really I, <laughs> I was coming on Which part? I was uh, losing it uh, about 13 miles into the run is where I Oh, wow, fell so apart. you went pretty far. I finished it, but it just I got very loopy. My blood sugar got weird. Um, but um, through some guidance from people on the course, I was able to bring it back and finish it. But it was crazy. I thought I was going to die. They almost pulled me off the course because I was so out of it. But, man, I, couldn't, I can't train anymore. So uh, being that the calorie burning is down, mm-hmm. I'm 
I'm fatter than I've been in a while. And I happened to be, I got out of the shower yesterday. I was walking downstairs with just my shorts on. And Jackie, my 19-year-old my daughter, never minces words. She goes, you're getting fat. Look at your flub, is what she described it as. And she, like, actually pinched my big, <laughs> fat belly. And I'm like, oh, God. So that bothered me for about a minute. And then I ate two big pieces of lasagna and had a bowl oh, of ice cream. Lasagna. Love lasagna. So, yeah, it's basically run for half an hour and then do like P90X for 30 minutes. So that's a lot. I mean, that's like an hour a day. But I, it's still, at this age, if I don't really watch what I eat, I will gain fat quickly. It just p- piles on. Do you have the capability to become fat? Like legit fat? Yes, and, I, and the reason why I say that is because my brother, who we look just like each other, he's just a little taller. He has gained more weight than he would ever want, and he's diabetic. And so is my dad. So this all, this is all like at a, I'm at a precipice right here. If I if I eat just one more tablespoon of ice cream every day and spend three minutes less each day, I am going to get diabetes and become fat. So I have to be very careful. I don't know if that's how it works, but well, I'm just saying that's that, that's what goes on in my dumb brain, you know. But uh, so I should probably be more careful with what I eat because as soon as I committed to not doing this race. It was just like gorge fest, you know. Oh, I think I'll sit down and have four bowls of Lucky Charms today. I think, oh. You can oh. never have just one bowl. What is that, a salad? Ah, no, I'll sidestep that and go for the chicken fingers. Thank you. Put the chicken fingers on it with some feta cheese, and now you got a party. Oh, wow. Hey, I tell you what, I, this is delicious, this four pounds of fried fish. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. You know Two what the orders, best please. kind of salad is? When you put so much ranch on it, you can't see green. <laughs> it's like it's it's like you put ranch in a bowl and you're eating it like pudding. Yeah, and you just dip a piece of lettuce into the ranch. You're like it's like dipping sauce. You see green, you're like ugh, more ranch. <laughs> That's a salad. <laughs> so all this talk of food with you doing age management, yeah, it, uh, it might mess with your head a little. I mean, it does mess with my head, but it's kind of like uh, you know how they say, imagine eating and you'll feel hungry. That's kind of what I'm doing. Okay. Trying to imagine eating a pound of lasagna. And then you won't feel hungry or you will feel hungry? Hopefully I won't feel hungry. I don't know if it's going to work that way. I don't think it's going to work, no. Thinking of delicious food? I forgot my snack today. Oh, no. Yeah. Would you like some uh, almonds? I uh, brought almonds. No, I'm good. Thank you. Really? Maybe I'll take a handful of almonds. You might need something, man. Technically not allowed to eat almonds right now. Oh, okay. Because that was last week, right? No, that was just the first two days. Wow, it's that particular, It's like you have to load up on fat on Monday and Tuesday and then... The rest of the week, you cut out the almonds. Well, and the fat, you're, fat that's that's good fat. Ooh. That's almonds are not. It's not. It's uh, <laughs> the other fats listed on the list were avocados. Oh yeah, ol- extra virgin olive oil, and nuts and peanut butter. That's full of polyunsaturated fatty acids, Julius. Exactly, pufa as they're called, <laughs> increases your good it's cholesterol. Better than fupa. Which is what I'm getting right now. <laughs> Tyler Doan, oh my gosh, where have you been? Been right here. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, then. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Good to see you, buddy. Now, a word on the street is you actually slept an appropriate amount of time last night. That's true. Okay, so Julius and I will have our secretive over-under bet how many times we'll see you, your eyes droop. But uh, you seem a little bit more chipper today, so we'll try to get through the whole show without asking you to wake up. Good? Sounds good. All right, buddy. So um, can you explain to me what – does anyone know what happened in the dive pool the in the Olympics, the, they can't fully explain what happened in the dive it's, pool. It's a, it's an emerald green. It's so green, it's not even close to being anything but deep, deep emerald water. I'm not, I don't know. I sent you a story, but I don't know if you ended up reading I, it. I didn't see it. No, it's it was a CBS Sports story, um, and they were and everyone was trying to figure out like why that because there's two pools pools back to back. One of them, I think it's the swimming pool, is clear. You know, normal-looking water. Correct. And then the diving pool, for whatever reason, is green. And they weren't giving any kind of explanation. But then they said it's just something to do with, like, the iron in the water. Hmm. I don't believe you. I don't know. Don't worry, though. The real organizers said it's completely safe. Of course they did. So we're good. My goodness. Of course they did. You know, um, I, I don't know how I would feel about diving in there. After all this talk about, you know, yeah, crap in the water, right? and then all of a sudden the, the pool just turns green one morning? Well, I, you know, the two events that come to mind outside of the pool that have prolonged time in the water, not kayaking, no, nothing like that, or sailing. I'm talking about there's, there's an event called marathon swimming, and there's also the triathlon where they swim just under one mile in mm-hmm. the water. Now, they said if you ingest like three tablespoons, three right? tablespoons of or teaspoons, actually, oh, yeah, of water, which is you know a tiny amount, you will have a 100% certainty of, of infection. May not met your body might be able to fight that right. off. Um, but our immune systems here in America are weak, though. Any American is gonna get just wrecked, correct? By the way, real quick. Uh, Associated Press reported that the real organizers were not able to explain it, but are sure it's safe. That, that was oh, their like, of course, that was that yes. their line that they spit That's out. The like, exact, we don't know why, but it's safe. The exact line from Rio is that it is one hundred. Well, thank God. <laughs> but back to what you were saying, Americans can't even go to like Mexico City and drink the water without being sick. For the no, most part. you hear and that this all is, the time, and that is water that you know comes out of the tap. This is water that's just sitting there with you know sewage in it remarkable that this is even happening. So I, and they've done a great job of keeping this quiet. 
I think that there's actually people working for NBC in Rio that if any journalist has any inkling of writing anything negative, they're going to shoot them or something. Because you notice how everything's just stopped. Anything negative about the Olympics, you haven't heard a thing. It's been a great Olympics. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. The best one for all, And for all intents and purposes, as far as we know, it has. There's a couple stories that are bubbling under today. Uh, the, the green pool, the water, like I just talked about, and another story, which we'll get to later on, that's uh, a little bit suspect. Um, which now, one is that? I'm curious. Um, I'm going to sit on it. I don't want to give it away. I'll, I'll, I'll tease it next segment. Um, boy, you know, crazy, completely different subject is, uh, the death of John Saunders. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Uh, James, the game Gimmel. Oh boy. Gave he was me probably that, heartbroken. Gave me that news. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, I actually got a, a tweet from somebody, you know, uh, it was from Mr. Obvious. You know, it's really sad when it tucks at OJ's heartstrings. <laughs> it's true. When I post. It's true. <laughs> He's good. He's got all sorts of good yeah. things that he that he tweets out. I, I enjoyed that one. I guess it's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I was sad by John Saunders' death. Well, I, I mean, he I basically grew up watching John Saunders. One of the he's one of the best journalists that's that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy was he was not only could he do reporting like at the desk Sports Center, but the the commentary and hosting yeah. and, and hockey play by play. He was, a, he was a black dude in the 70s playing hockey at Western Michigan. That's a, It's an amazing story. Just to, uh, That was re- very rare. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, he grew up in Canada. And um, so, yeah, he, he was a terrific junior hockey player. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he only had, he played like, I think he only played like a year at Western. I think and so. Yeah. Let it go. But, um, and then, but just blossomed into one of the best that this industry has ever seen. And and, th- with all the changes that ESPN with them going down the crap road. He kind of stayed consistent. Yeah. He was he was John Saunders. I really love. I've always liked that show, mm-hmm. the sports reporters, because it shows them and with frank discussion about topics. No matter who's on there, there's been some with that Bill Conlon guy. I think he was a little weird, um, but uh, I think that was the guy. Actually, I don't remember him. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's completely derailing. I shouldn't even have brought him up. Oh, but, this guy, yeah, yeah. But uh, Saunders was the best. Hannah Storm broke the news. This was terribly sad. Welcome back to Rio. I have some shocking and sad news to report to you. Our generous and talented and beloved colleague, John Saunders, has died. Oh, my gosh. John is one of the most familiar on-air faces at ESPN. You know him. He has been at ESPN for nearly 30 years, covering college football, basketball, the NHL, in addition, of course, to co-hosting this program, SportsCenter, and most recently a fixture on the sports reporters. Born in Canada, Saunders was an all-star defenseman in the junior hockey leagues in Montreal before becoming one of the most prominent broadcasters of our day. Also a founding board member of the Jimmy V Foundation, such a critical part of John's legacy and the difference that he has made in this world, all the work that he has done for cancer research and that foundation named for his longtime college basketball partner. John Saunders was 61 years old. Uh, John is survived by his wife, Wanda, his two daughters, Aaliyah and Jenna, And our sympathy, love, and support goes out to all of those who loved and respected our colleague, John Saunders. 
Now that's tough. Yeah. And she, man, did she deliver? She's really. I like. Boy, I like did her. she deliver that! I that is. I would be so. I mean, I'm very proud of her for that. That was most exceptional. People, most people probably already know this, but for those who don't, she was also the one that announced Stuart Scott dying. Oh, uh, is that right? A couple years ago, or that. like last yeah, year. Yeah, that was another tough one. Like that one. I mean, he, everyone kind of knew he was battling cancer, but yeah. it was kind. It was very unexpected. Like John, I still don't know how John yeah, Saunders I died. I, I haven't death. seen anything. But like, but still, Stuart Scott passing away. Anna Storm, right on there. Yeah, D- great job again, man. Um, ESPN did this. I'm John Saunders, and here are today's sports reporters. John Saunders filled a room Probably. as he commanded the television screen. He's good, too. With his vibrant personality, his hearty and frequent laugh. Welcome to ESPN's Tuesday Night Baseball. <laughs> to know John, to work with him, was to pull up a chair at a comfortable dinner and share stories, opinions, and a good time. Thank you, Bob. And here are today's sports reporters. He arrived at ESPN 30 years ago from Baltimore. We worked together on ESPN's NCAA basketball coverage, and John quickly established himself as a gifted and versatile anchor. Head of the Princeton cheerleading squad just oh. called, wanted to know what size tutu you wear. Several years in, John was paired with a newly arrived analyst, Jim Valvano. Their professional partnership grew into a deep and meaningful friendship, even as Jim was fighting cancer. John became a founding member of the V Foundation, serving on its board of directors, fully and meaningfully committed every year to the work and the memory of his late friend. John filled our lives with his considerable talent, but most important, the size and strength of his character and persona. Those rooms are quieter and emptier today, but we are better for our time with a good man gone too soon. Yeah, John Saunders, dead at 61. He was fantastic. Man. Still so young. Well, yeah, and uh, just uh, not, I mean, I, it's a sudden death is a lot like that is, uh, is I've only experienced it once, and that was when uh, our, my agent died, and it was like, what? Well, I, How old was he? Around 61? No, he was like, Mike was about uh, 52, 53, and... Uh, he was uh, one of the best. I mean, and and then when you get that call, it's like super shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it it catches you. It, there's no there's no way to uh, even process it. Tyler, as somebody that I've gone through several cases where I have lost friends and and my brother, kind of shockingly like that one thing that gets overlooked is just the quality of character that I've seen from the people that have gone too soon. And you know they always say like it is the good that die young and. John Saunders is just another example. Yeah. He dedicated his life to cancer research for his friend, yeah. and that's just something that gets overlooked, too, because we see him as a sportscaster, but it's the yeah. the impact that he left off the TV that's his biggest imp- impact. Well said, Don. I'm going to live forever. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was perfect. All right, when we come back... Um, this idiot tried to climb Trump Tower. Wait till you hear this kook. And by, by the and the way they manhandled him when they pulled him into the building was exceptional. They think he was Mexican. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll get to that in just a few minutes as uh, we do this from the Mapset.com bankruptcy studios. And um, 
Always looking for new listeners. Tons of people who would like to listen to this show that just don't know that we're on the air. Please spread the word that the Eric Zane Show is on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. The free view of the lost Zane recordings. You want more? Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.